In those days, there was no king in Israel. Judges 18.1 Dear God, sometimes we care about other things or people more than we care about you. We want to love you with all our hearts, minds, and strength today. Will you help us do that? Show us anything that has become too important and help us always keep you number one in our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Micah the Levite and the tribe of Dan. In our last story, we learned about how Samson loved Delilah, but she had his hair shaved, so he lost his strength and was captured, but asked God for strength, and he died pulling down the Philistine temple. In this story, we learn how in a period where everyone did what was right in their own eyes, Micah sets up an idol and appoints a Levite to be a priest, as inspired by the Book of Judges. Hi everyone, this is Joya Savler. Thanks so much for joining me today for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we meet a guy named Micah, a Levite priest and a group of warriors who take over a city. We also learn something new about idols and the danger that can come from them. Let's dive in and see what's happening in the book of Judges. There was a man named Micah. He lived in one of the tribes of Israel, the tribe of Ephraim. One day, Micah had stolen 28 pounds of silver from his mother. He got scared because he realized his mother had uttered a curse on the silver. So he told his mother that he had stolen it. His mother forgave him, and when he returned the silver, she told him that she would make an idol for him. Micah's mother took five pounds of the silver to a silversmith. The silversmith made an idol. Micah's mother gave Micah the idol, and Micah put the idol in his house. One day, a Levite man came from a different tribe of Israel, the tribe of Judah. This man left his town because he wanted to live somewhere else. This Levite man stumbled upon Micah's house. The Levite man told Micah he was looking for a new home. Micah accepted the Levite man. Micah asked the Levite man to be his priest, and the Levite man agreed. Micah agreed to pay the Levite man for working as his priest. Micah believed God would look favorably upon him because he had a Levite priest. During Micah's time, Israel had no king. There was evil, corruption, injustice, and all sorts of atrocities occurring across the nation of Israel. One day, 
a tribe of Israel called Dan sent out five of their warriors to spy for land. The tribe of Dan needed a permanent home for their people. The warriors stayed near Micah's house for the night. They heard the voice of Micah's Levite priest. They went to Micah's house and saw the Levite priest. They went up to him and asked him why he was staying at Micah's home. The Levite man answered, Micah has hired me as a priest. After some conversation, the five warriors left. They continued to look for land. Finally, the warriors found a prosperous land called Laish. The only problem was that it was full of people. The warriors returned to their homeland and told their fellow tribe members the news. The tribe of Dan decided to attack the people in Laish and take over the land. Six hundred armed men from the tribe of Dan left to Laish. On their way, they came by Micah's house. The five warriors who had originally spied on the land decided to stop quickly at Micah's house. The five warriors convinced the Levite priest to become the priest for the tribe of Dan. The Levite priest agreed. Then the five warriors stole Micah's possessions, such as his silver idol that his mother made for him. The Levite priest and the five warriors returned to the six hundred warriors. Then they continued to the land called Laish. Eventually, Micah realized his house had been robbed. He gathered some of his neighbors and chased down the army of Dan. Micah tried arguing with the Danites to get his possessions back, but Micah realized the Danites were too strong for him, so he returned home without his Levite priest and without the idol his mother had made him. When the Danites arrived at Laish, they attacked the people of Laish and defeated them. Then the Danites rebuilt the city and renamed it Dan. Lastly, the Danites established the idols they stole from Micah in particular places and used them in their city. Today's story opened with Micah from the hill country of Ephraim, stealing from his mom. Not the best idea. And when his mom forgave him, she made an idol for him out of the silver he stole. It looked like a little statue. Hmm, not the best idea either. Do you remember why? When God gave Moses and the Israelites his 10 big rules or commandments, the second one said this in Exodus 20 verse 4. You shall not make for yourselves an idol, nor any image of anything that is in the heavens above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. And do you remember why God did not want them to make idols made of gold, silver, bronze, or anything else? Because he wanted them to worship him and him alone, because he's the only one true God. We usually don't see these idols around much today, at least not the statue kind. But the truth is that idols of all sorts still exist today. An idol can be a person or something you make most important in your life. 
It's usually something you think about and want to be with a lot, and it just seems to take over. It's kind of like having a throne in your heart and putting that one thing on your throne as king. It matters more than anything to you. We all have these kinds of idols in our lives. It might be a video game, playing sports, a celebrity you love, your favorite thing to eat, a friend you can't get enough of, or a really good book. Now, none of those things I just mentioned are bad things, right? No, they are good things. But when something becomes more important to you than anything else, when it's all you think about or care about, it has probably become an idol in your life. It has taken God's place in your heart as number one. And that's what was happening during this time with God's people. The Bible tells us that they had no king, so they were pretty much doing whatever they wanted to do. Can you imagine living in a place where no one is in charge? If someone breaks a rule or does something awful, no one is there to tell them to stop. When that happens, people forget about what God says is the best way to live and they start doing whatever they want, whenever they want. Since the Israelites are not listening to God, maybe they do need a king. Someone needs to be in charge. Do you think they'll ever get one? Okay, back to the story. Micah allows a Levite to live with him. Until that is, the warriors from the tribe of Dan take the Levite priest with them, stealing all of Micah's things, including his silver idol. The men from the tribe of Dan defeat the city of Laish, take over, and set up their own idols, including Micah's. It sounded like Micah and his mom were not the only ones living however they wanted. God's people continued to disobey and do things their own way. But we can choose differently. Today, whenever you feel tempted to do something your way instead of God's way, Remember that God's plan is always the best plan. He wants you to follow his rules for your own good. And then try to think of one thing that has become an idol in your life. Ask God to help you keep him and him alone on the throne of your heart. Because keeping God number one is the only way to enjoy the full life he wants for you. It may not be easy, but with his help, you can do it, and it's always worth it. Thanks for listening to today's podcast and learning why God wants to stay number one in your heart. Next time, we will hear about one of my favorite Old Testament stories. We'll talk about one of the best promises ever made and the blessings of helping others. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents alike, don't hesitate to share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, 
Unapologetic, God's Truth on today's topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.